Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back inside the locker room for another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. I am Drew Garrison, co-host Chad Penrod, Austin Sally, back in the locker room bringing you all the latest sports topics. Today we're going to get into uh, Eli Manning hanging up the cleats. Is he a Hall of Famer or is he not? Uh, the debut of Zion Williamson last night. We're going to go over that, see how we looked, see what we thought. Uh, we're going to get into a little Cleveland Browns talk today. What should they do? They're still looking to hire their GM and round out their staff. We're also going to get into a uh, first question from one of our followers on Facebook, and then we're going to touch on the ongoing Antonio Brown saga. Things are getting crazier and crazier by the day with that guy. Uh, so we're going to get right into it, boys. You guys ready to go? Let's do it. Let's go. All right. So we're going to get into a first question from our Facebook follower, Alex Holtzman. Uh, Known Alex pretty much my whole life. Yeah, really good question. Uh, Played peewee football with him, went to school with him all the way through. Really exciting to hear from him. Um, So uh, he he asked, um, he saw a a segment with uh, Colin Coward on The Herd. Um, he was bringing up, um, if, who would you rather have, Joe Burrow uh, for the next 10 years or some of these first and second year starters? Uh, so to summarize, more so, um, I guess uh, Coward said that he takes Joe Burrow over Baker Mayfield. Uh, but as of right now, he doesn't take Burrow over Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. Um, I want to kind of expand on that a little bit, Alex. That's a great question. I'm going to throw another couple guys in there, though, just in that that same draft class kind of range. Um, I, I want to talk about Sam Darnold, Dwayne Haskins. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that have come out of that class that I think we can expand on. So, uh, boys, let's talk this thing out. Let's see how we're looking uh, and, and, and just kind of, you know, give the fans what they want. So go figure, Colin Coward got Baker's name in his mouth yet of again. Course. <laughs> of course, every, every time this guy. guy's got a chance to talk about Baker, he uh, he jumps all over it. <laughs> he shits on it. He needs to bring uh, Baker in as a co-host in the off season. Yeah, we we know what happened last time he did that. Oh, Baker shit on him. I remember that. It was it was great. Um, but no, I I don't really see the logic behind. Well, well, let's just be let's let's start off by saying this: we are going off one and two years that we've seen in the NFL from these guys and we are going off all hype of what we've seen of Burrow. Not saying that Burrow's not going to be good, yeah, I mean, but I, this is hype right now. Obviously, obviously the guy threw 60 plus touchdowns. You can't take year, that from huge, huge year. year. Yeah. Some hype, but, but I he mean, hasn't seen it. he hasn't been in the NFL yet. That's these guys thing. are coming full speed and it's a and it's a completely different speed that he's going to see and he is going to be the first pick. Yeah, he's going to That's one. the Bengals, or they trade it. Right. They're not going to trade it. But he's going to be the first him. pick. Um, so let's start off with the list here. Let's let's start off with uh, um, Sam Darnold. What do you guys think? Are you taking Burrow over Sam Darnold? See, that's tough for me, man, because I, I a big thing that I look at with these quarterbacks that come out and they're these high picks, what Darnold went to – I want to say um, no. Darnold went three, 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 three. Yeah, Saquon. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, I look at this kind of weird because these quarterbacks are going to shitty organizations and shitty situations. A lot of the time, you're picking at the top of the draft unless you're somebody that has traded up. Um, did he go to a good situation with the Jets? I mean, eh, Adam Gase. You know, I mean, he's on his second head coach, right? He did a year under Bulls as well. Mm-hmm. Um, got Le'Veon this year. Le'Veon kind of wasn't the same guy. I don't think he was bought in. Um, so it, it's kind of hard, but I, from what I've seen out of Darnold, I'm not super impressed with him. I see flashes, but then I just see, I mean, I just see him play like shit against bad teams like the Bengals. I am. This is the one where I'm going with the hype. I would trade if I'm a, if, if I'm the, the GM of the Jets, I would trade Sam Darnold for that first pick and take Joe Burrow, absolutely. I think I would, too. I, I'm with the hype on that one. I just haven't seen enough out of Darnold, man. I mean, I know the receivers aren't there, and, you know, they were shitty this year and last year and when he came in, but I just, I just haven't seen enough. I mean, that, you know, he did have mono. You know, he got sick, so we didn't get to see him for a, a chunk of this season. But I'm just not a – Darnold fan like I was when he came out of college because oh, man, you had a pin tweet that was your quarterback I had a pin tweet yeah um, I thought Darnold was going to be the 
the quarterback, you know, that, yeah. that was the best in the 2018 draft. But personally, me, I'm going – I would. I would I would go with Burrow over Darnold. I think that what – Drew, what you said is – it is definitely true. I don't think that he got put in the best situation. Um, Grand, a lot of rookie quarterbacks aren't put in great – well, when you're when you're when you're going to be a top five pick, right. yeah, you're yeah. you're going to a shitty team, right? Um, the Chiefs kind of lucked out with. Yeah. I mean, that was that's they had to trade they up, trade to get up them, right? Trade up with the Browns. That, and this is a no, little no, no, no. I'm sorry. The, the Watson tech, was the yeah, Browns. Watson, Watson's who we traded back. This with. is this hurts me, but I have to say it. That year, Mahomes went ten. The Bengals drafted fucking John Ross at nine, and it yeah. haunts me to this day. Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I won't get into what Mahomes would have been had he gone somewhere else. Um, that's another discussion, but Sam Darnold, I, it's tough, man. He's had a lot of bad luck. I mean, I've seen so many passes that he's thrown, hit hands, and then go into the other team. You know, one of the things that gets me though with it is I don't like my quarterback, and I don't care how good of a team you're playing, saying he's seeing ghosts. No, not at all. You know, when the Patriots really got after his ass, and I, and I get what he was saying, what he was doing, but. I don't know. I just I, a quarterback. I, I I just don't go to the sideline and say, "Hey, I'm seeing ghosts." No, because <laughs> you just open the door of mental weakness, and yeah, guys are going to be saying shit to him on the field. And if you're going to be a quarterback in the NFL, you've got to be mentally strong. I want my quarterback to ooze confidence. I yeah, want him to think yeah. that, "Oh, I just threw a, I just threw five picks in a row. The next pass is going to be a touchdown." Yeah, fuck him. I'm throwing a touchdown yeah, next Kobe, play. Kobe so mentality. yeah, absolute so, mama mentality, baby. So Burrow or Darnold, Austin. Um. I don't know. I, I, For me personally, I would trade Sam Darnold for Joe Burrow. Yeah. I think that Joe Burrow does have quite a high ceiling. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't think his floor is very low. Like, I think that he's a pretty – I definitely think that he's going to have some success in the NFL. Um, and Cincinnati, I, their O-line obviously has question marks, but I think Not- that he will be in a better position to succeed – um, than what Sam Darnold's experienced. And, and I've argued that a little bit. O-line needs work. Jonah Williams coming back effectively his rookie year. But, I mean, Mixon, Boyd, Ross for three or four games until he outruns his fucking hamstring or whatever. Um, possibly A.J. Green, possibly Tyler Eifert. He's going to have some stuff to play with. And no, I definitely. also heard that the Bengals may be targeting uh, Justin Jefferson, his favorite receiver, mm-hmm. in the second round. Yep. But we'll get into that later. Um, so, I, th- I think I just that to kind of get into that, man, Get the guy some help. Protect him. That's that's what matters instantly. You got some playmakers there, and you can address free agency. There's some guys out there. You know, with receivers and tight ends. Protect Burrow if you get Burrow, Bengals. But let's not get off topic here. So we all say we will take Joe Burrow over Sam Darnold. Yep. Yeah, we're, let's go to the, the next one. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. Are you taking the hype of Joe Burrow over Josh Allen, Drew? Well, Anybody that knows me sees my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anything. I am a Joe Burrow fanboy. I love the dude. I cannot wait for him to put on a Bengals helmet. Um, but I don't know if I take him over Josh Allen. If, if you tell me the Bengals could trade number one to Buffalo for Josh Allen, I might do it, man. Allen's looked really impressive. Now, that playoff game, he was doing some stupid shit. The pressure. I think the, the shit, moment got to him a little bit. He's there. young. So, so you're saying you would take who? I'm, I I think right now is as in now that the question's on me, I I think that I would probably take Allen right now. He's big. He runs really well. Burrow can scramble. Burrow ran for you know forty plus first downs as a quarterback in one college season. That's impressive. He always seemed to find the sticks. I I, I studied him. I watched every single possible game I could at his live and studied film. Um, but Allen, man, he he's got like true. He he's a little bit more of a true runner. And he, I mean, I've watched him run, you know, long touchdowns in. I mean, if you look at the numbers, rushing yards-wise, he's got to be – I mean, he's no Lamar Jackson, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, rushing, he's he's looking at, you know, 109 yards, I guess – or 109 attempts, I'm sorry. Um, you know, 510 rushing yards, that's that's half a G from your, from your quarterback. And some of that scramble, a lot of that's design run. Not to I mention think, the nine touchdowns. Yeah, nine rushing touchdowns. 
I mean, you can you can run some designed quarterback runs with Allen more so than I think you can with Burrow. I agree. I nope. think that factors in, and and I, I, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I just know that that pressure really fucking got to him in the playoffs. But he's young. You give him a pass for one of those. W- without even thinking, I'm taking Josh Allen hands down. Yeah. I, hands down. He is what the NFL is becoming. I mean, you see more and more running quarterbacks. This guy is huge. I mean, uh, I mean he's – tall big he can run get those extra yards not only that his fucking arm is he's got a cannon he's got a, cannon. He's got a, he's got a cold weather arm he you know and he he just puts the ball where it needs to be i mean the accuracy could use some some help but sometimes when those linebackers are underneath josh allen can make the throws to get them past the linebackers because he throws the ball so hard and you know you guys are kind of you know dipping into the the playoffs a little bit that is his first playoff game yeah i don't don't hold that against yeah i don't hold that against him he's only going to get better um and uh, yeah i'm taking allen i'm taking allen Austin, what about you so for the first time we're going to disagree i uh I am a big believer that the NFL, doing it in the NFL is totally different than doing it in college. But in this case, I mean, Josh Allen, he's got a career 56% completion percentage. Um, I mean, he just came off a 20-touchdown, 9-interception year. I mean, for he took a step second year, and, and that's good for him. Um, my thing is, is if you stick Burrow on that team with that elite defense, give him a weapon or two, I think that that team could make. I mean, they could make some serious. Remember, plays. we're going. You're going off all hype here, though. Josh Absolutely. Allen just won ten games. I, I wouldn't consider did Josh it Allen hype. win ten ten games, or did that defense? Josh win 10 Allen games? had a great year. I'm not. I'm not denying that he had a great year. Um, like I said, he had twenty touchdowns, nine picks. I just think with the way that Burrow, we've never seen a college season like that before. No, no, ever. we haven't. So and and then the the level of competition he he didn't just do it against I mean this wasn't a Big Twelve this wasn't this this wasn't a bunch of nobodies I mean he did it to some good schools I b- I believe that it is more than hype I I think that there is definitely no I I definitely think he's the real deal absolutely but he's he, he's got we I've got to see him at that next level you know he and LSU beat every team in the preseason top four every team that they said was going to be the best of the best in college football and make the playoff he beat that's impressive it's not all hype where he's putting some of these balls aren't hype the way he's throwing receivers open aren't hype it's just very hard for me on this certain topic to say okay i'll take this guy that hasn't played an nfl snap as much as i love him i'm wearing Bengal stuff head to toe right now man i can't wait for the draft so they announce burrow to cincy but it's hard for me to say, okay, I'll take this guy over somebody I've watched play in the NFL. I've watched make plays in the NFL. And I mean, he's two years in, and, I mean, he made a playoff game. That's That, that doesn't even happen a lot for young quarterbacks. So I, I will say this. Um, when during the 2000, what was that, the 18 draft season when they all came yeah. out? Yeah. Um, I was huge on Baker. Darnold was my second guy. But my one guy that I absolutely did not want coming out was Josh Allen. And he's proved me wrong. He's been better than, than I anticipated him being. Um, but I don't know how much better he's really going to get. Right. So, for me, I'm Do you think he's close Burrow. to his ceiling already? I, I Accuracy is one of those things that they always talk about. You can't really just teach that. You can't teach, a, you That's can't true. teach accuracy. So, for me, I'm taking the potential in what I've seen from, from Joe Burrow over Josh Allen. So before we get to the big one here, I would say obviously we're all taking Joe Burrow over Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mason Rudolph's head still hasn't popped back out. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's much discussion here, but Lamar Jackson, I'm taking Lamar Jackson every time. Eh. Just, just Lamar Jackson. He's going to get figured out, man. He's going to get figured out. <laughs> that offense is built for that guy. That offense. If, if, if that you're giving me offense. John Harbaugh and all of the Baltimore Ravens, their staff, the, their whole personnel, everything, then yes, I want Lamar Jackson. But going to the Cincinnati Bengals? If so Bengals, you two are telling me right here in the locker room that you would fucking give up the MVP for the uh-uh. hype of Joe Burrow? That's yes, not what we're saying. No, 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 that's not I, what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. That's you fucking don't have ridiculous. Lamar Jackson and your team isn't built for Lamar Jackson. If I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I'm keeping Lamar Jackson over Joe Burrow. But as a Cincinnati Bengals team who are currently constructed the way that they are, 
I'm taking Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson. That's that's a that's a fair point. I'm not trading my number one pick for Lamar. If if the Ravens called me up, I'm the GM of the Bengals. If the Ravens call me up and say, "Hey, we'll give you Lamar for the number one pick," I say no. <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. This well, guy is the MVP. He is. We the could MVP. sit here and I bash him all season long. Well, are we going to say he didn't make any throws? He made some throws. He made some throws. He I'm made not... some great throws. There's plenty of games he had three, four touchdown, three, four, five touchdown but, games. But yeah. he's, he's throwing to guys who are so so. He's throwing uh, to nobody. But they're so unbelievable. Nobody covers wide open. Yeah. Oh come on. He is going That's to bullshit. get. Fig- he is going listen, to get figured listen, out. Like That's I said, bullshit. if I'm the Ravens and, my, and I have the team and the scheme already set up for Lamar, I'm not trading Lamar for Joe Burrow. Correct. But if I'm the Bengals who are sitting where they are, like they are with their coaching staff. I'm taking Joe Burrow because he he can succeed in any offense, I think, whereas Lamar Jackson has to have certain schemes, certain identity. That will be, be figured out. That will be figured out. I Listen, John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Jack Harbaugh, Mark Ingram, Evan Ingram, whoever the fuck you want to think, I don't care who's in the system, who built the system, who it's built around. Lamar had a great year, awesome for him. You know, yeah, his big five touchdown game that came against the Dolphins, who didn't show any fight until it was honestly a bad time to show fight because they're apparently in love with Burrow and can't get him now. But he is going to get figured out. I'm not so much in the Lamar's a running back category as you'll hear people talk, but we used to be. We did, but what did we say when they played the Titans and they lost to the Titans in the playoffs? Lamar had to throw, and he. Didn't make the throws then. Over that, 350 yards. He threw the Garbage ball 60 time. times. You, you, can, you can stack those yards up when they're running prevent. Baltimore, I hate you. Ravens fans, fuck you. Ray Lewis but fucking I killed a guy. I have your back on this one. These guys are fucking insane. Nope. Lamar Jackson. He's going he's gonna to get brought back down to earth, and he's going to be good, not great. And I think that their window is maybe one more year, and then he's going to get snuffed out even more. Mark Ingram's getting older. Earl Thomas is getting older. A lot of the stuff. I, I'm just. I mean, Hollywood Brown's cool. He may be. You know, he he had trouble staying on the field. Lamar's going to get figured out. Lamar will be a good quarterback in this league, but he's not going to be the MVP ever again. He better relish this now. And he's younger than Joe Burrow. Mind remember, you. remember, he's also zero and two in the playoffs now. Oh, and two. And, and we, and we been said to, it. He's been to the playoffs every year. He's been in the league. So did Andy Dalton for his first five years. Yeah, but Lamar's going to be way better than Andy. I'm just saying this. We said it. I remember all of us saying it. I remember being on Twitter. They got behind to the Titans. They needed Lamar to make throws to get back in the game or win the game, and Lamar didn't you know make how the many, throws. You know how many teams have tried to figure that out? You know how hard it is to just go out and get up on a team? Yeah. We did it. The Browns, we beat the shit out the of The Browns Baltimore. beat the shit out of Baltimore in Baltimore. Just because we got out to a big lead. As soon as you They're get They're not up, built to come from behind. Exactly. If they can't We are saying Lamar them. Jackson right now in year two, coming off an MVP season versus Joe Burrow. I'm not giving up the MVP for the first round pick. I'm not fucking doing it. I am. The guy is younger and he's been in the, in, in the league two years. That is insane. Yeah, and he's going to need Joe, paid two more years and earlier. Joe Burrow's arm is already... Way better than Lamar Jackson could ever dream of being. Can Joe, can can Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow going to run for a thousand yards next season? No. Okay, but what's the difference in in running for thirty three hundred and then rushing for twelve hundred and throwing for just the, 4, the league? Th- right. This is what the league. This is why we like Josh Allen now. This is what the league's going to. You've got to be able to but run. But Allen's bit. not running intentionally like Lamar is. Allen might oh, scramble. Oh, yeah, they are. They got quarterback not, sweeps. Not, they got they do, but not yeah. nearly as much as you're seeing for Lamar. Not not a chance. And Lamar is a far, far more dy- dynamic. Dynamic. Athlete. Oh, he's the best. That he's probably the best athlete in the in the game. Uh, he's definitely up there. He's he's one I, of the most elusive players. I mean, look, you can't even look at the guy without a break in your ankles. Burrow over Lamar Jackson. Baltimore fans, I said it. I'm about that. Meet me in the locker room. Whoop, whoop. Fucking insane. For Cincinnati. Let's fucking insane. Let's get to let's get to the big one. This is the one that Alex wanted question. Baker Mayfield or Joe Burrow? Ooh, spicy. Alex 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 specifically asked me this one. So let me let me give my answer first and then you guys can feed off of it here. Now, Alex, <laughs> are we talking 2018 Baker Mayfield? 
or are we talking 2019 Baker Mayfield? He's talking both. He's talking Baker Mayfield as we know him through his body of work. Because, listen, there's not many of these young quarterbacks outside of Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes, that I would take over Baker's rookie year. We're not talking Baker's rookie year. We're talking Baker's but, but, listen, let me, let me speak. The coaching – I became a big believer in it probably – last year big time this year coaching is huge this is why we ask hey if Lamar went to Cincinnati or I'm sorry not Lamar but if Pat Mahomes went to Cincinnati or Pat Mahomes went to Cleveland would he be who he is yeah if he started his mind his career with a with, great without mind without like, Andy Reid he started his great you know his career with a great mind like Marvin never mind <laughs> but <laughs> that that just that that's what I got 2018 Baker Mayfield no, I'm not taking Joe Burrow over him. 2019, you mean? I'm, no, 2018, rookie season. Baker's rookie year. You, oh, I'm sorry. I'm taking you Baker. Wanted, you wanted Burrow. I'm sorry. 2019, oh, we were fucking pissed, man. I, I mean, I, I just – it was a, it was a bad season all around. I mean, I, there was times I was so mad at Baker. You know, you got all that talent around him. <laughs> Baker, Baker, the turnover maker. I mean, at the last year, if Baker, if if Baker puts out effort like he did last year, I'm, I would take. I would, I would give him Baker. It for did. Joe it did seem like the effort wasn't there, and I don't know if it was because. So, a little bit of uh, a history, I guess. So when uh, Greg Williams was there as the interim head coach, and Baker turned it on and started playing lights out. Baker's only ally, I guess, in the on the coaching staff was Freddie. That was the good guy. That was the guy who had, like, they were buddy-buddy. Which, so which is why it made so much sense to hire Freddie as the head coach. Absolutely. Freddie absolutely. bathrooms. After, after that season that yeah. Baker went on a tear that second half, I totally was on board for the Kitchens hire. Um, so I think that with Kitchens actually being the head coach the, this year in 2019, um, I don't know if Baker got complacent, if he felt comfortable because his buddy was the head coach and he could kind of do whatever he wanted. I feel like we never seen that from Baker all the way back to college. I just felt like this year, outside of the Pittsburgh game, when he just had that just look in his eye, and that's one of the only times I've seen it this season. I just felt like he was just complacent. Just, I mean, he didn't have, he didn't play with that chip on his shoulder. He, and that's the thing. For the first time, they they were Baker was an MVP candidate. B- Baker's taking this team on a playoff run. Baker this, Baker that. He had believers, and I don't know if it got to his head. He lost the chip and he lost the fire. Well, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna be a top quarterback in the league, you better get used to people singing your praises and not need to be the underdog all the time. Right, right. You, you think Brady's like, oh, I'm the underdog? Sometimes now he's like, oh, they think I'm too old. But if Baker thrives so much on being the underdog and people counting him out, then you better figure something else out if you do become a top quarterback. Because you're never gonna have pro. Well, no, the, the great thing is we live in a world of. Uh, uh, Colin, Colin Coward. Colin Thank Coward. You. Well, let me let me go, and and I I fall into Coward's way of thinking here because, and I'm gonna be the first to admit I'm not a Browns fan. I was sick of the Browns hype. I was sick of all the fucking talking, Odell, all this shit. I was sick of it. But Coward, I mean, there was times where he was doing two, three segments a week to shit on the Browns. I he get does it, it on purpose. Yeah, he, he it's good ratings. I, I get it. You saw this coming, and he saw a lot of what happened coming. But come on, bro, work on something else. But I will say this. All those commercials, man. He was, I mean, commercials left and right. And the, the, the ones where it's like he lives at the stadium, those are fucking hilarious. I love them. The Hulu commercial, all this shit he's doing, the photo shoots with the Tigers and the videos on Twitter where they're like, oh, do you own a Tiger? And he's like, oh, yeah, only twice a year. Ha ha. All that shit. Like, you had a good rookie year. You had, a, I mean, you set record, the touchdown record your rookie year, and that's great. Just that offseason, man, he was too loud. He was on TV too much. He was doing too much of, of the shit that maybe is the wrong thing. He got married. That might have – planning a wedding's a big deal. That might have took away his focus a little bit, and I'm not going to fault the guy for getting married. But my thing is, you were trying to make a name for yourself. That's fine. Brady wasn't loud and on commercials and talking a lot until he was established. The NFL's different now. Yeah, well, I, I, and, and the media I, game is different yeah. than it was. And, and I and I like and I like that Baker plays with a chip. Sure, I, I, I fucking love. That's why Burrow you has like, one of those. That's why you like Baker. But there are times I'm just like, 
shut the fuck up. Yeah, just yeah. just say yeah or no. Yeah, just or... play. Stop going at the media. Stop just just fucking play. Like show them with your play. I know that the media is different now, but look at a guy like Mahomes. I didn't see Mahomes on Madden and and TV commercials and all over the place and shit until he had an MVP under his belt. He had done something. Baker hasn't done anything. Well, you got to set that, the record. That, that's not Baker. That's that's not Baker's fault. That's being the first overall pick and being the tenth overall pick. Then, well, you can turn being, down commercials. You're like, I'm working I, I don't right think, now. I'm I don't working. think I'm the running. commercials are a big deal. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I think you're making too big of a deal optics. out of the commercials. It's, it's optics. I just think if you know his focus wasn't there. I don't know if it was Fred. You know, I don't know what it was. And it could have been. It, but it if, he, well if he gets back to the two thousand. 18 season, his rookie season, I'm not taking Burrow. That Baker Mayfield was a badass in 2018. So here's the thing. For me, is I know what Baker's capable of in the NFL. I watched it. I watched him throw right. all those We've touchdowns. Seen exactly. So for me, I haven't seen Josh Allen put up a, a year like that. I mean, obviously Lamar Jackson did, just did it, So I mean, but he's a different animal all in himself. Lamar Jackson isn't really comparable to anybody else that we've ever seen. Um I want I I would I'm gonna sound like a fucking homer obviously but I want my guy Baker over over anybody I mean I'm taking him over Burrow I may sound like a hater I'm not 2018 and 2019 all combined I'm not and Burrow's bigger he's taller he's more athletic I never saw a video of him getting tackled by a police officer in college. And that goes down to another point that Coward kind of hit on, decision-making. He compares Baker and Jameis to that, to that, right? I saw him have, you know, put up better numbers than Baker did his final year, his Heisman year. And I've seen him win a national championship. I never saw Baker win a national championship. Those things, I think he may be a little bit more of a, a, a mature, focused guy. Now, he does have a confidence about him. He wore a big Dick Joe hat. And I saw a video of him out having drinks, you know, drinking champagne and shit. Hey, man, 23 years old, I think he is. Go go have your fun. Have a drink. You won a national championship. But there are, there's not some of the bad decision-making. There's not some of the, I think, immaturity that you could have found in Baker coming out. You know, the flag plant thing in Ohio State. I know that ruffled a lot of feathers around here. I, it, there's just – I just – for the guy that's going to be the face of your franchise, your number one overall pick, and I think – Long jet, long long term career. I I go with Burrow over Baker, and I've told you guys that I, I I like Baker. You know, especially after his first year. But I I just think he acted like kind of a fucking clown. We shouldn't be counting how many times this dude shaves in a day. You know, he's doing that shit on purpose. Oh, they're gonna talk about how many times I shave. You know, walking into the game, warming up, and then going out for the game. Like, shut the fuck up and play football, man. So the thing is, is this is the first Browns quarterback to have success to have any hope of a future in the 20 years that the Browns have been back in Cleveland. Um, so, I mean, he's going to get put on a pedestal instantly, and he's going to get these sponsorships. People are going to try to glorify him. You don't have to do them. Are you going to say no to these multi-million dollar deals? If, if they, I already if, have a multi-million dollar NFL contract and I can work my ass off for four or five at, years? You can get hurt any time in your career you, be over? Why would you say no to millions to make a fucking commercial? It's a fucking commercial. Not Okay, the, the, one. The commercial aspect of this is blown way out of proportion. One by, commercial, not ten. Every, it doesn't matter. If you make a, if you make a million dollars for every commercial, that's ten million fucking dollars. Well, what's more important than that? That money or football? If you're going to spend a one day to go shoot these commercials, who gives a shit? And even if it's even and if it's taking a half a day, you still get to work out and do everything you yeah. need to do. But the, the commercials are over overblown to me. The, the, the perception bigger, the, of you that that's fine. The perception people are always going to have that perception about Baker because of the things that happened in college and and afterwards. No, he had his chance to make people forget it. No, I don't. I don't. Baker agree. is who he is. He, he is, he's just he's never going to change. Yeah. The biggest thing for me is that anonymous. Staffers on the Browns uh, staff from this previous year said that this is the worst offensive game prep, uh, worst planning that they, that. that they have ever seen in their NFL career. One guy said in his 27 years in the NFL, this is the worst he has it ever seen. It just comes seen. down to Freddie wasn't ready. And I he, mean, he was telling coaches from other teams before the Monk, game, that right? That was Todd yeah. That's the offensive coordinator. And I don't know if he's the one who said the other stuff. But think about if, if the game prep is that bad – how can you expect your quarterback to go out and succeed? Well, I mean, like we said, though, a lot of this comes down to coaching. Like, you can't just put the best quarterback with the worst coach. It just no, no. the quarterback doesn't make the game plans. I mean, it, coaching is huge, especially in the NFL. And it's you're huge about, in college. Is, it's 
this is Baker's second year. He's not he's not Peyton Manning. He's not Tom Brady. He's not walking to the line of scrimmage and saying, "Yep, that's what they're calling." I know I can audible and, and do this and that. He's got to call the plays that come into his headset. Exactly. So yeah. when they're just calling plays like it's fucking Madden, oh, I'm gonna call this play. This this might get him this time. I mean. You're the, the, we had no identity. We had no flow. We had no nothing. So I'm not – to me, 2019, yeah, I'm disappointed Baker didn't play better because he had high balls, he missed throws, blah, blah, blah. But this isn't something I'm going to hold against him. No, me either. I, with, that, with that being said, um, Alex, great question. That, um, yeah, that was good. That was, that that was, was a great fun question. One. Great way to open the show. Real quick, though, Burrow over Dwayne Haskins any day of the week. You guys can just agree because I know you're not that stupid. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Good shit, Alex. Thank you, man. All right, so uh, switching gears a little bit, let's talk NBA. Uh, us three are all actually Duke fans. I think that's the one team we all agree on. Right. The one team. <laughs> um, so Zion with the big debut last night, kind of a, uh, in a weird way. He started every quarter, played about three to four minutes. They called him bursts, and then um, – you know, kind of had a had a coming out party in the fourth quarter. Um, I watched that game last night, man, and I was worried. At the beginning, he looked – he didn't look slow. He just didn't look like he was moving that fast. He kind of looked lost. He made a few really good passes in transition, some impressive passes for a guy his size uh, off the dribble. Um, so, so some things like that. I was a little bit nervous in the early going, but, man, that fourth quarter stretch – his athletic ability, man, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it in basketball. To I be mean, he, that just, big, he yeah. just jumps over people for rebounds. Um, he runs yeah. the court so well. Um, the one thing I will say, I mean, he's lucky that that three-pointer was gone. He's lucky he went four from four or four from three because right, that right there is 12 that was the points. Knock. You know, that was – And that was a knock on him coming out. He yeah. doesn't shoot that well. Yeah. But he didn't shoot that you, great. And you could tell he's been – um, practicing that shot because yeah. his shot has looked a lot better uh, from since when he left Duke. Um, I thought it was a great debut, man. I think that we're in store for a lot from Zion. I think Zion is 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 coming, you know. And we we said on the on the last episode we would take Jaw over over Zion. Yeah, I'm not gonna shy away from I'm saying not walk that. that back after yeah, the game, but. What a debut. I mean, Zion showed why he was the first uh, overall pick. I mean, 18 minutes he did that in. Austin, stats guy, man, break us down. Let us know. How, how do the numbers look? Let the fans know. So here we go. Zion had – he played 18 minutes, and in those 18 minutes he scored 22 points. Bam. Went 8 for 11 from the field and 4 for 4 from 3. So he was 100% from deep, and he shot 73% from the field. Um, and then he had 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Is he the next Steph Curry? <laughs> hey, okay. I don't maybe he, not. I don't yet. think it's that, but you know, if he can, if he can consistently knock down that three pointer, watch the fuck out. If if he can hit that three consistently, this guy is poised for some major success. And he's a big dude, and he is so strong. When he, so you know, when strong. he when he's under the basket, I mean, and he goes up, there's just there's no stopping it. Yeah. He, he had 22 points, and I, I watched every every minute of that game. I was just captivated. But 16 of those came in, like, 90, 90 seconds. seconds. Yeah, 90 seconds. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, it was nuts. Now, small sample size. And one thing that I thought was kind of dumb, but I get it, Alvin Gentry pulled him with, like, 543 left in the game, I think. With, and he was hot. And it was a close game. He was they hot. Could, they could have won. They lost by four, I think. And they, I, I think he was protecting his I get it. But, man, he's in a zone. You can win that game. No, I, I'm with you. As, you know, I'm with you. Um, and he, They said today he feels fine. He went to practice, shoot around, no soreness, nothing. He's fine. So he's trending in the right direction. And that's a good thing for, for the NBA. You know, as a Lakers fan, we got Ingram out there balling, looking good. Lonzo ball there. You know, having a, his his shot looks better, uh, and Josh Hart. So I have kind of a special interest in the Pelicans. I, as a Lakers fan, I, I still want to see those dudes do well. well so. Lakers and Duke. There's a lot of Duke guys on. Yeah, that team. Uh, Duke South. I mean JJ. I mean just the <laughs> list goes on. So the Pelicans are. You know, they're they're my league pass team. If the Lakers aren't on and they aren't, I'll throw it on. I'll check them out. They're fun, and they're about to be a whole lot more fun. Yeah, if Zion can stay consistent. Um, and stay healthy, like you said, it's very important to make sure he is 100% before you throw him in consistently. Um, you don't want to overdo it before he's ready. Um, I'm, I'm pumped to see the Pelicans. Yeah, I, I, I mean, really I, you know, I can't wait to see more of Zion. Like you said, we can't go off of uh, 18 minutes, you know, and, right, right, and right. crown him. But, um, like, you know, like we said, if you know if he can hit that three consistently and put that in his arsenal, then 
It's going to be really tough he, to stop him. Uh, he, because if you notice what he was doing, they were playing off of him, and he was taking what they gave him. Yeah, yeah. very you know? smart and, basketball. And that's something in the NBA that you have to do. Not only that, he's running the court, um, passing like a point guard. I mean, so, it, Dude, the passes – and he did some of that at Duke, but, man, some of the passes he made in an NBA game last night, I was like, oh, shit, he's been working, man. That's one thing. We made a little joke about him falling asleep on the bench, but, I mean, anybody at a Detroit Pistons game might fall asleep a little bit. And and one thing to keep in mind, the guy is 19 years old. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, he's, and he's just going to mature. You know, a lot of NBA players, they don't, they don't even – coming in, they don't even get going to their – what mid twenties, fifth, yeah. sixth yeah. year? Yeah. It seems like sometimes. My concern with Zion is his body type, and how is it going to hold up on the knees, the ankles, the back? Because he, I mean, this dude looks like an NFL tight end, defensive end kind of guy. And you know, there was reports saying that they were trying to teach him kind of how to walk and run differently. That's kind of concerning. You know he's he's a he's a big fucking dude. I mean this guy's two eighty five. I think the the Jesus. graphic coming out was that he was already the second heaviest player in the NBA. It's crazy. Um, so the knees, the joints are going to be huge, especially with his play style. You know he's, he's running aggressive. the floor. He's playing on the wing. He's not yep. just posting up. He's not like Shaq where he just you know fucking fumbled his way down the court right, and posted right. up and banged no, on No, he's he's going up for boards, he's coming down. Um he's really explosive. I mean for a guy that's very size, explosive. He's, he's super explosive. Probably the most explosive guy I've seen of that stature since LeBron when LeBron was at his biggest yeah. and he was just just running motherfuckers over. So uh, what you were saying about them reteaching him how to walk and run, that's probably in his best interest. Yeah, they, it they, is. They, these guys know what they're doing. They know how to how to mm. take the pressure off of those joints. Um, they probably do, but let's not forget they are owned by the same people that own the Saints, and their basketball trainers are also the NFL trainers. That's, I mean, that's a little bit weird to me. That's why Eddie wants to get the fuck out. Of, dude, nobody wants to play in the fucking Smoothie King Center. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Staples is right over there. So that is concerning, but, I mean, these are doctors. These are sports medicine specialists. They know they know about that shit far more than I will. It's just when you're in an organization like that, I don't want to say they're a bad organization, but it's just like they're kind of cheaping out on it. Maybe get some real NBA basketball guys in right. there that are looking at things because there's a, there's a huge difference. Yeah. Well, with that being said, great debut by Zion. I, I cannot wait to see more, uh, more games with this guy. Um, and the last thing I want to say on that, Zion, enter the fucking dunk contest, please. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, transition a little bit here. Uh, let's go to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. What is wrong with this guy? Coming out today, an arrest warrant for felony battery and burglary of, I think, a truck driver for like a storage company, if I'm not mistaken. Um uh, it's weirder and weirder with this guy. Just last week, I think, or you know, within the last couple of weeks, there was a, an incident where someone was in a car. I think it's it's a, a child of his mother um, was in a car. He was trying to charge her. The police were called. He's screaming, "Fuck the police! Fuck you, stupid bitch!" Blah blah blah, and then ends up throwing. And those are all quotes here, not my true opinions on the woman. Uh, and then he proceeded to throw a bag of candy penises at the woman and the police. Um, I actually watched a lot of this go down on his Instagram live. I was at work and I don't actually follow him. I saw a tweet or something that said that it was happening. So I tried to tune in and it was, it was wild, man. He, I mean, he's just like, they're trying to get me. And, and I, I guess the issue was he had evicted this woman from his house uh, she had the keys to one of his Bentleys. She wouldn't get out. So he said, she's trying to steal my car. Cops come. And they're pretty cool to AB, honestly, in my opinion, for what I saw. And he's just very crazily combative. It, I, Vontez Burfick fucked that guy up, didn't he? Like He hasn't been the same since that playoff game. Since that hit, he has not been the same. I was at that game, too, dude. Worst day of my life, and it's not even fucking close. And I'm not, That's not an exaggeration. That's the worst day of my life. But ever since that, man, Burfick hit him, and it's just been a fucking train wreck. I mean, what do you... What do you guys think about this, dude? Like, what the hell? So, so there's a couple layers that you have to peel back. So, first of all, you got him out here acting like an asshole, yelling this at, at the girl, you know, hooting and hollering in front of these small children. Yeah, his kids are running around everywhere. Now, yeah. maybe she was trying to steal his car, though. I'll play devil's advocate for him a little bit there. I don't know, man. 
Not in front of the kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could have at least – he had a friend or somebody there that he must trust enough to be at his house in basketball shorts like the dude was lounging around hanging out. Hey, man, will you take my kids inside while I deal with this shit? Right, right. So, first of all, he's acting like this. Second, the guy has – whatever genius idea it is to throw it on Instagram live. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Not only are you, do you look like an idiot, you're going to broadcast it for millions of people to see. And then further, like, I don't want to say defame because that's not the right word, but like further, you're furthering the stigma on yourself. You're making yourself worse. Like, and damaging his chances of getting back on an NFL roster. He'll never be back on an NFL roster. I don't think. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's will. that far gone yet, but it's getting there. I, no, I, I think he's done. I think he's done. I, he's older anyways. Good thing he's launched his rap career. Have you heard any of his actual music that he's put? I, it's, on, it's on Apple Music. It's fucking awful, dude. I'm not surprised. Uh, let, me, let me just say this. You are a sixth-round pick from Central Michigan. You came from nothing. You grew up with nothing. And you became a fucking multimillionaire, the best receiver in the NFL, and now you're going back to this shit. Because sooner or later, when this is all said and done, once again, you're going to have nothing. You, I just don't understand, and we hit on this like on episode one or two, these guys get all this money, and it's like it brings out the worst in them. I mean, what the fuck are you thinking? Like... You get this big-ass con... Uh, re- you went out of Pittsburgh. Your agent gets you out of Pittsburgh. You signed for more money in a team that is going to Las Vegas this coming year. You fucked that up. You can't even get on the field there. And then the greatest coach ever and the greatest quarterback ever, like, you know what, we think we can fix him because God knows they've fixed about every fucking body. Time. And you play one game... And you're done. I mean, you're just I, – I just don't understand his thinking here. Like, you have everything, dude. You have everything, and you're just willing to piss it all away for what reason? First of all, I think outside of his career possibly being gone, and that's his own fault really, the worst the, – the most unfortunate thing about this whole situation is that it's making Ben Roethlisberger look better. And I don't think anybody <laughs> wants that. But secondly, the the New England thing, I'm going to chime in on that just because when he was in New England, he didn't really do anything to get himself cut. Brady was pissed when he got cut. Belichick had to make the decision, but he had some kind of sexual assault or something. I don't know the exact charge, so don't quote me on it. Charge brought upon him, which we see come on athletes a lot of the time, and they turn out to be nothing. The Patriots cut him after that, and I understand it, though, because there's all the other thing, the Oakland thing, the helmet thing, the Pittsburgh thing. You're like, we don't want another distraction. I get it. I will advocate for him a tiny, tiny bit in New England because he didn't really act up all that much when he was there. He was kind of doing his thing. He played his one game, and that was you know, that was it. I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from, but you're talking about the – coach and team that cuts guys for being late to practice no that's 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 true yeah. it's yeah and and who have had a player that they didn't cut for some serious accusations turn yeah, out yeah, to yeah. be a murderer right right i <laughs> it's <laughs> that's true not to laugh about it but yeah, that's, yeah. That's i mean true. he fucking it, I mean, killed it, a few people it, it, that's definitely <laughs> excuse me that's definitely true um it's just I don't know. There's a certain point. What I mean, just what look how the worth? guy's acting. I mean, he's on Instagram Live and posting it to, to Twitter and shit. I mean, it's just like, dude, nobody's out to get you. And you're, after- you're you're like, and he thinks everyone's out to get him. He thinks the NFL has some kind of vendetta against him. It's like, dude, you're they want doing you. this to yourself. They right. want you. You make them money. Exactly. And he he goes to New Orleans even you know not these last two the Instagram live thing the cops at his house with the kids and the, and this latest arrest warrant w- w- weren't in the cards here but even after all the other shit he gets a workout with the Saints going into the playoffs had a chance to go there be a piece win a Super Bowl and they're like hey keep this shit low key come work out show us what you got and that's it and he brings a fucking camera crew he's got a song on Apple Music called Home from the NO where on the hook he says, on my way home from the N.O., Sean Payton talking about the deal, though. 
<laughs> like, bro, they said keep it low-key, and you brought a fucking camera crew and made a song about it and put it on Apple Music. That just goes to show you he what? doesn't want to be on a team. I mean, he if he wanted to play and he wanted to get back in the league, you wouldn't do that. I mean, that's not how you would act. Not a sane person, but, dude, he, he doesn't have a rational brain, and I'm not trying to delve deep into this guy's psyche or whatever, but it's just like, what the fuck, man? Like... Sean Payton doesn't want his name in your new rap song, and it's fucking terrible I, I just, too. I think at this at this point he's a lost cause. Like I'm, I agree with Austin. I don't think he'll ever play in the league again. No, it's sad to see it too because, like Great you said, receiver. This is all pro talent. Um, it's on a certain level, it's similar to the Josh Gordon thing, where they just can't, for whatever reason, they just can't walk the line. Mm-hmm. They just can't. They can't do what they need to do yeah. and play. I mean, and, 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 it, and it can't go to, like, you know, the guy that we mentioned that we think may have fucking started all this. Perfect was the same way. He couldn't walk that line, you know, of of hard-nosed, gritty football and being a dirty asshole. Right, right. Well, there we have it there. That oh, is our uh, opinion on Antonio Brown. And something bigger there, if you guys didn't catch that, it only took four episodes and uh, Drew is rapping again. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't resist with his hey, mic quick, in front of him. Quick point while we're talking dirty players. This is completely unrelated. But Mike Mitchell, if you ever happen to hear this, unblock me on Twitter, you fucking coward. <laughs> All right. Seriously, fuck Mike Mitchell. Um, we're going to stick with the NFL here. Uh, some of the biggest news that has come out here in the, the recent days. Eli Manning hanging up the cleats, man. Calling it a career after 16 seasons. Um a polarizing figure now that he's retired. Um, we we started the discussion on our Facebook page today um, and got looks like uh, we got sixty six votes on it. Um, is Eli a Hall of Famer? That's that's the question we're asking. Um, it's tough, man. Seventy one percent yes, twenty nine percent no on our Facebook poll. Um, had some good back and forth going on in the comments here. Um, we, when we bring these topics up, we want to get your opinion on these things. We want to get your thoughts on it. We're not going to share ours a ton because we do it here. We do it in the locker room, but we like to get your guys' pulse on it and, you know, see what the people that tune in and listen to us are thinking. So, um, a lot of people saying yes, um, some pretty strong arguments for no. I'm not going to lie. I read through, uh, some of the arguments are saying Bubby Galloway, uh, made a couple good points, uh, I've seen a few things. A few people kind of chime in with some good, good, uh, good points on the no side. So let's get into that a little bit. How are you guys feeling about Eli? Hall of Fame or no? So I'll be blunt. Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback. To me, it's not even debatable. He did beat the best team ever at that. You point. said he is or isn't? Eli Manning belongs in Canton. Oh yes, I agree. He is one hundred percent a Hall of a Hall of Fame. Couldn't agree more. This guy is top ten in every relevant passing category. Uh, yards, touchdowns, interceptions even. I mean, I know that. Over 57,000 yards. He's right. got the best interception face ever, too. <laughs> Eli Derp face. And and the guy's got two Super Bowl MVPs. Over the best team we, we've ever seen. Over the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, the greatest quarterback and the greatest coach and at a time where they were hot. I mean, I mean undefeated than, until I mean, the Super Bowl that year. Think of yeah, exactly. Well, eighteen and the, zero. The first yeah, was it the first one? The first one was eighteen and zero. Eighteen and zero. The Patriots, Tom Brady, Randy Moss had killed everybody up to that point, except for them. They except did, for them, right? And Eli had a great defense that year, led by Michael Strahan. That was absolutely that was a great defense. Um, not a, maybe not great, but they were very very good. They were well above average. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I I think that Eli Manning is definitely. A Hall of Famer, um, two Super Bowls, like we said against the Patriots. Um, both of those Super Bowls, um, the Super Bowl MVP. You know, and, and people want to to talk about the David Tyree catch, how it was all David Tyree. Can, people forget that the pressure that Eli, Eli evaded. Oh, yeah, he, press the rewind button. Yeah, press the rewind button before you watch yeah, that go, catch. Go back a couple seconds, and you'll and you'll see that you know he. he now I will say this about Eli though, man. Regular season, he did he never really impressed me. I mean, he had a few good seasons, but it, to me, quarterbacks are ranked to me. This is just me with Super Bowl rings. Like you'll hear a lot of people put Dan Marino very very high on the quarterbacks list, but to me, I don't even have him up there 
towards the top just because he has no Super Bowl rings. I mean, and people say, well, it's a team effort. It is a team effort. At the very end of this, it's a team effort. Offense, defense, special teams, coaching, all that. But look what has happened for years. It's great quarterbacks that win Super Bowls. I mean, if you want to take out the Nick Foles year that he had magic and then the Joe Flacco year that we go back to a lot with 12 touchdowns, zero interceptions, where he just got hot, that happens. But, I mean – Trent Dilfer won a ring. Yeah, I mean, the majority of this you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger several times, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, elite quarterbacks, and that's 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 how I that's how I rank them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as surefire as you guys are on this, but how many two-time Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, two-time Super Bowl MVPs aren't in the Hall of Fame? I mean, that. You give me those numbers without the two rings, it's a no from me. But you can't ignore the rings. And you can't ignore the team that he beat. So, I mean, he's going to get into the Hall of Fame, and one thing that's not going to hurt him is his last name. Um, Peyton, first ballot. I mean, obviously. Archie, you know, a a legend in the game. Um, Yeah, I mean, he beat the Patriots twice. He won two rings. He won two MVPs. He's going to get in. I am just not – when I think of Hall of Fame quarterbacks 10 years from now, I don't know if Eli's going to be one of the guys that pops in my mind first. He's going to be a guy I have no, to research. absolutely not. No, absolutely but not. But I – How do you keep him out? You're still, he's still a Hall of Famer. He's not one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. He doesn't do anything spectacular. But, like I said, man, the rings and then the, the team that he beat, the coach that he beat, the quarterback that he beat – I mean, like we said, I mean, eighteen and zero. The Patriots were that year, and Eli Manning with David, uh, yeah, David Tyree, um, Mario Manningham made a big play Mario in one Manningham of them. Shout out to was the Plexico on that team. Yeah, Plexico, 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 Plexico Burris. Yeah. On he that caught team. the game-winning touchdown of the uh, when the, they ended the undefeated Tyree. season yeah. right after I, the David Tyree. I knew he was on. He won one with him. I just didn't know if it was that year. But uh, so here, here's a little bit of uh, so of the top twelve in passing yard leaders, the top twelve. Every inactive player, so every player who is retired that is inside the top 12 for passing yards is in the Super Bowl, or in the Super Bowl, in the uh, Hall of Fame, excuse me, with the exception of Peyton Manning, and it's just because his five-year waiting period is not up yet. Because obviously he's a first ballot Hall of Fame. Now, one of the guys on the list, not to get off topic here, is Phillip Rivers. If Philip Rivers was to hang it up after this year, that was going to be my question too to you guys. Is he a Hall of Famer? And the reason I the reason I asked that, not to, like you said, not to get off topic, but the year we know Roethlisberger is going to the Hall of Fame, absolutely. Um, but Roethlisberger was taken seventh by the Steelers, and then you had Rivers, and then you had Manning go one two. Right. Then is the Eli better than Philip Rivers to you? No. I think that Philip Rivers has experienced some bad luck. In yeah. comparison to Eli Manning, Eli Manning, I think Philip Rivers has had some of the best top to bottom rosters. So the Chargers there have had some damn good rosters, and there's not really good excuses that they have not won a Super Bowl. Tomlinson, man, at his peak, yeah, he, and, and, I mean, the list goes on and on for them. They just ran, they ran into Roethlisberger, I think, a couple times. They ran into obviously you got Peyton Man, or Peyton Manning and Tom Brady running the AFC for. Yeah. For 20 years so I mean the AFC side was tough but with that being said Eli beat he, he, he beat, beat him, him you know he, he, I mean he beat Tom beat Brady in the biggest stage twice so he he gets in he's a Hall of Famer my vote if you just ask me yes or no is yes but I'm just not a big I mean I, I from a statistic <laughs> standpoint Philip Rivers numbers he's got um about a 4% higher completion percentage. He's got more yards, he's got more touchdowns, and he's got more interceptions, but his ratio is slightly better. Okay. Yeah, I mean. So the biggest thing but, here but is. But just remember what I said, though, and I don't know if this is what you guys go off of, Super Bowl rings. Phillip doesn't have any. I, I can't That's put Phillip Rivers into Hall of Fame if he was to retire after this year, but I would Eli. He's a Hall of Fame of making children. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I mean that's where that's where I'm at. Um, I I'm I'm with you here. Um, I don't know that I would put Philip Rivers in right now, just because of his lack of playoff success. 
Eli did it, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, that's he what it comes it. down to. Um, and, and like I said, if, if you take away the two rings, obviously it's a no, but those are big things to just say, oh, if you take that out, it's nothing. It's not like, oh, if you take out that fourth quarter, he threw, you know, three picks. But he won two fucking Super Bowls, two MVPs, and knocked off a team that was going for an undefeated 19-0 and season. A lot of Eli's very bad seasons are are the last couple of years. You know, he's 39 yeah. now. He's getting older. He, you know, he just doesn't have the same velocity on his ball. He never had a whole lot of velocity. Neither of the Mannings did. But his, his lines weren't great the last few years either. He wasn't protected super well. Right. I mean, it just – it was time to hang it up. It, it was a great time to hang it up. I don't know he was going to go anywhere and else and start. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I don't think he wanted to play with another jersey. And I and I don't blame him. 16 years, and, yeah. and I think he gets into the Hall of Fame. I, I that's So I think we're all in agreement that – Eli's definitely a Hall of Famer. I think he's definitely going to get in. I, I'm, I'm not going to say he's a first ballot. I don't think that he'll be a first ballot. I mean, there's a lot of talented guys that are going to go. Two in. rings might get you first ballot. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not for sure he'll get first. With ballot. the name Manning. I mean, five. I mean, five years from the from the retirement time is when they're eligible, right? But then Who's, you still got a bunch of legends who who come up and and. Not with that. Not, not with with two MVPs and two rings on their hardware on their on their resume with the Manning name with knocking off Brady and 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 Randy Moss when they're eighteen and zero. I mean, that, I, I I wouldn't. I, I, he, he's. Gonna, I think he's going to be first ballot. Another thing that doesn't get talked about enough, and I, I remember seeing someone comment about it on the post, his durability. I mean, this guy started every Oh, yeah, yeah. For what, 13, 13 years? Yeah, seasons. someone did make a great point with that. Um, that I mean, he's close to the record, right? And wasn't the of most consecutive games? Wasn't he? He was up there, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, up there, I think, with Joe Thomas, your boy. I mean, I, I think – doesn't Brett Favre hold that record? Well – Thomas has the snaps record. I think the snaps and games record is different. Most that, consecutive that, that snaps. That may be true. Yeah. Um, consecutive games started is held by Brett Favre. Uh, he started 297 times in a row. And where's Eli on that list? Can um, you see it? Eli is tied for 10th. He started 210. Now, here's Rivers. the interesting thing is the guy we were just talking about, Philip Rivers, um, started 224 times in a row, and it is still active. <laughs> you know, we, we, we want to – I want to transition this a little bit. We weren't even going to discuss this. Where might Philip Rivers go? Because I think he's out in uh, Los Angeles. I think there's a chance he comes back to L.A. if L.A. can't land Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is in the cards for L.A. So you think, because you said last episode that Tennessee was in there. Well, you think L.A. too? Here, here are my top three for Brady, just while we're touching on that. L.A.'s in there because it's L.A. His wife's a supermodel. Uh, the Titans are in there because of the things I touched on last episode, the connection, the running game, the defense. Um, the one that makes, I still think, the most sense to me is the Colts. Indy, man. That's a good one. Um, in a dome. In a dome. Would piss the Patriots off a, a little real, bit. Yeah, that's a real middle finger and to I the New England. And I think that Brady might want to do that. Um, so, with that being said, if Brady doesn't wind up there, um, I could see Rivers coming back. If he doesn't come back to the Chargers, I think that he could go to a team that drafts a quarterback maybe later in the first or early in the second and needs that bridge guy, maybe like a, a Ryan Fitzpatrick type way. Um, you know, maybe you look at a team that, that, that drafts a Jacob Eason, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, even even a Jake Fromm, who at the beginning of the year I was telling the Bengals to fail for Fromm. Um, one of those guys that may need a little seasoning, may need a year maybe or two to, to sit the bench and learn things. Maybe Rivers can go be a mentor there, you know, teach them the ins and outs of the game, teach them how to knock their wives up, you know, all that stuff. You know, I think there's a team that made perfect sense. Lay it on me. For a guy like Phillip Rivers right up until they gave an $80 million contract to a guy named Nick Foles. Ooh, I think that I think yeah. that if, that had they not done that, that Jacksonville would have Rivers' name all because you can't it. even trade Foles at this point. No, no, no nobody's, nobody's going to take. No it. one's taking that deal. And, and he was a he was a possible landing spot for Eli for a couple of years. They brought mm-hmm. it up. The team yeah. was maybe a quarterback Coughlin away. Yeah, right, right. But that is kind of intriguing. Outside of that, dude, they got they got Gardner yeah, Minshew, dog. I, 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 I'm a big Gardner Minshew's fan. Minshew's a fucking That's, ball. Hey, Gardner Minshew 
is the person Baker Mayfield wants to be. Oh, not the player, up. not the football player, but the person that Baker wants to be is Gardner Minshew. Where'd you read that at? Yeah, come on. I, I fucking made it up in my mind. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I don't know where Philip Phillip's going to go, man, unless it's – Unless he stays in LA, I just I, I just don't know. I mean, these that quarterback class is just they're you know they're getting up there. And and the Chargers are going to pick probably in the middle of the road of the draft. I would think. I my gut feeling the most likely option to me is that Rivers comes back on a one year deal, maybe a one and one type thing with a team player option. You know, they do that a little bit more as they get older. Um, my gut says that he he suits up for the Chargers again next year. What about the team that you just suge- suggested for Tom Brady? Um, they're pretty well built everywhere. The Titans? No, Indianapolis. No. I mean, should they not end up with? I, I, I don't think I'm benching Jacoby Brissett for Philip Rivers at this point. I'm I'm just not doing it, man. I think you R- know what Brissett is. Though. Yeah, but River, Rivers had a very bad year, man. I just think him and Eli. I don't know about Ben with the injury. I mean, I, Philip I just, Rivers basically had Baker Mayfield's year with more yards. Yeah, and I Baker mean, had an awful year. Uh, he went for 23 touchdowns and 20 interceptions. So, I mean, 66% I mean, completion percentage. That's yeah. just, you, you used to see Rivers up there, you know, leading the league. Leading the league with yeah. touchdown passes and yards and shit. Now, I think he was still up there in yards, but. And he always has a, a, a big receiver or tight end hurt every year. I don't know. Maybe it's him. I mean, maybe it's a him problem. He's a curse or something. He he, but man, he, I just think of those teams. I went to a game with my dad. The Bengals played the Chargers at home, and I'll never forget this game because I, I was fairly young. Right when Sean Merriman got hot, Chad Johnson had like a record day. He's doing the Sean Merriman dance. He's scoring touchdowns. It's twenty-eight to nothing at halftime. Bengals are up. We're loving it. I'm telling you, there's going to be a shutout. And then, dude, the second half, LaDainian Tomlinson scored like five fucking touchdowns. That's what they used to do. And I swear. That's what they used to do to the Chargers. They were all in my fucking end zone right where I was sitting, you know, just a (laughs) shit on me. But, like, they had that team, and they didn't do anything with it. They had, like, the Schottenheimer curse. Marty couldn't get the win in the playoffs. And then, you know, they've put, you know, the Keenan Allens, the Hunter Henrys, the Melvin Gordons. You know Austin Eckler even. uh, You know, they they got a defense. Derwin James, Nick – or Joey Bosa, excuse me. Um, you know, and, and it's just like Philip, man, do something with all this shit. You know, like I've seen it. I, I kind of hitting on that because I think the Chargers still have a, a a very solid team. You know, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, they have Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. Absolutely. I mean, right. Bosa on the other side. I mean, I think the offensive line obviously needs help, but. I would like to see them maybe get a Justin Herbert or you know Herbert or, makes a lot of sense for them. He does with, um, with a one Tom Brady leading yeah. them for a year or two. Yeah, no, no, Brady's going somewhere that's going to sign him to a big contract for three years so he can play till he's forty-five. He said that from the jump. I'm playing till I'm forty-five. The, Brady's not going anywhere to groom your guy for a year and then roll out. Brady's going somewhere to play this. three years. We, we've us three have talked about this, and I just don't know where Brady's going to go now that. Josh McDaniel didn't get a head coaching gig. I just, I even if because I think McDaniel's probably gets hired next year, um, same as the D coordinator from you know the Forty Niners. 49ers. Yeah. But I think maybe Brady goes another year in New England, and then I I just think he leaves with Josh McDaniel's. I think those guys are in cahoots to where they think they can do it without Brady, without Bill. You mean? Oh, I'm sorry, without Belichick. Yeah, yeah, uh, th- that could be it. Um, but I don't know, man. I I think Brady's going to sign a deal for three years. He's going to be 42, I think 43 going into this season. 45, and, and it's not something that has just come up. He said that for years. His dad said it for years. 45, 45, 45. I don't think he's going to risk it, risk injury, risk anything. He's signed me to a fucking contract. I've taken pay cut after pay cut after pay cut after pay cut in my career to keep the team competitive and win. Are you going to fucking pay me or am I going to go get paid somewhere else? But he's going to sign a big deal and it's going to be at least for three years. My, my question to that is is what what logically thinking team is going to give massive money? Like I, I get it. I get Tennessee signing them. It, I, I, Drew made a lot of sense with the Tennessee. I, I see that, but they're not giving him some huge deal. Hey. I don't know, man. Yeah, At 42 years that. old, they're, they're not giving him a huge deal. I want to I want to toss another one out there, just and we don't even have to go into it too much, just to get the listeners thinking, and we can maybe come back to it. Dak Prescott turned down 33 million. Who else in the league has enough money and would get drunk enough to be like, "Fuck Dak, give me Tom Brady"? 
and it's Jerry Jones. <laughs> uh, that defense, uh, Zeke, Amari Cooper. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, that line. Yeah, that makes sense too. But not that we're going to touch on this. But if the Cowboys were to give Dak thirty-three million fucking dollars right now, that means Patrick Mahomes is going to give about sixty a year. Yeah, but who oh, the God. fuck would pay Dak thirty-three million? Silly. It's insane. Jerry would after a couple white Russians and a and you know a couple chicks touching his wiener. <laughs> that being said, Eli Sorry. Manning sixteen seasons in, hanging up the cleats, to me, to Drew, to Austin, Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Sorta. All right, guys, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Uh, big shout-out to Alex Holtzman for bringing in a great topic for us to discuss. Love that, um, Alex. That was a great topic. I, I got somebody wanting to come in next week, talk to us a little bit about Derek Jeter. Um, we got some other call-ins that we're going to try to line up. Uh, get with us on Facebook, man. We love the interaction on there. Um, this weekend coming up, got some NBA games, some good college hoops going Pro on. Bowl. Uh, and the Pro Bowl, the one all-star game where the skills challenge is far more entertaining than the actual game itself. I fucking hate the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl sucks. If you play for the Bengals, there's only one of them, don't play in it. Don't risk it. Yeah, but, Chubb, Jarvis, Petonio, get the fuck out yeah, after sit like down. one play. Um, hey, at Locker Room Talk Uncut on Instagram, at Locker Room Talk Uncut on Facebook, at LRT Uncut on Twitter, um, Apple Podcasts, we are finally live. I placed a call to their headquarters, and I said, listen, motherfucker, the people want our rants. And they said, I'm sorry, sir, we'll get the locker room on there ASAP. We are live on Apple Podcasts after about two weeks of waiting. So tune into us there. Um, follow our social media handles. Get with us. Let us know what you want to be talking about. And I'm telling you, man, you can come into the locker room with us three and hash it out directly if you're shy. Comment, direct message. If you want to call in, we can do that. Uh, we say it every episode, man. We we want it, and we're going to get more of it. Thanks again. Tune in to us next week. We're going to recap some of the things that happened this week and uh, talk about the topics that matter to you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.